The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, freshfm.net, for our contact details. Too black, too strong. Yo Chuck, these early dribbles are still firm on us. Show them that we can do this, cause we always do this. <laughs> yeah, boy. Bass, how low can you go? Death row, what a brother know. Once again, back is the incredible. Rhyme animal, the uncannable. Deep. Public enemy number one, five volts and freeze. And I got numb. Can I tell them that I really never had a gun? But it's the wax that determined they in the cell, cause my records they sell, cause a brother like me said, well, Farrakhan's a prophet and I think you wanna listen to what he can say to you, what you wanna do is follow for now, power the people say, make a miracle, keep up the lyrical, black is back, all in, we're gonna win, check it out, here we go again. The brother is mad at it, mad at the fact that's corrupt like a senator. Soul on the road, but you treat it like soap on the rope, cause the beats and the lies are so dope. Listen for lessons, I'm saying inside music that the critics are blasting me for. They'll never care for the brothers and sisters, why? Cause the country has us up for the war. We got to get them straight, come on now, they're gonna have to wait. Till we get it right, radio stations are questioning black as they call us a black, but we'll see if they'll play this. And you call a band, man, making a music abusive But you can't do it, you know You call them demos But we ride demos too What you gonna do? Rap is not afraid of you Beat is for Sonny Bono Beat is for Yoko Ono Run the MC first And a DJ could be a band Standing its own feet Get you out your seat Beat is for Eric B And Alal as well, hell Watch is for Anthrax Still it can rock bells Ever forever Universal it will sell Time for me to exit Terminator exit
Well, good evening. Uh, we're Totally Wired, and it's Sunday, March the 20th, 2022, and we are in 1988. Am I right, Jack? Yes, we are. That's good. Uh, and it was Public Enemy, and bring the noise from the album, it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Uh, so that's hip-hop with a tw- slightly different twist, isn't it? A twist? Yeah. Uh, in what in what way do you mean? So far through the 80s, we've only seen hip-hop that was talking about people's personal lives or... Right. Um, an idea yeah. or even philosophy but yes. um this is one about uh, politics yeah this is one th- this is kind of like protest music i think the original um probably hip-hop um songs were, were about the people themselves mm-hmm. uh, and were kind of uh, boasting and and bragging about th- how good they were yeah and, and that kind of stuff and that, that was part of the kind of how it developed on the street it was probably. essentially a poetry competition yeah, and they used to have kind of like like uh you know, voice-offs against each other. You know, mm-hmm. like like yeah. competitions, like like in in Jamaica with with toasters and uh, sound systems competing. Yeah, in the bars other. you'd have yeah. organically people would yes. rap to yes. to to, to, to one up each other, and they yeah. talk about their you know little yeah. book where they have all their rhymes. Yes, that's right. Mm. Uh, but I think I think eighty eight and eighty nine were the, were the time when people started to believe that rap music could, or hip hop and rap could um, sell to everyone. You know, not just. Mm. Uh, kind of a street thing but actually some of the major labels got involved and albums were made um yeah you're right so yeah. i think i think rap artists started singing about bigger stuff mm. yeah bigger than just themselves yeah. and public enemy were one of the bands that I think public enemy that. were were one of the most politically conscious ones here probably mm. yeah. they were from new york as well weren't they, they were yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so i've forgotten completely about 1988 and i don't know where we were, where we're up to because People don't know, but we weren't in the studio last week, probably, or the week before, or the week before that, or something, because mm. I've been working and it's all been very confusing. Um, can, can I ask? So, Jack, I just want to tell you, Jack had just had a little fight with a mosquito. Not really a fight, but it was a kind of it was a a flying thing. I batted a horsefly out of the studio. Yeah, with a piece of paper. Yeah. I, 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 and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to embarrass you, Jack. I just wondering why you didn't kill it. Uh, because I didn't need to. Right, you didn't need. To. I could move it out of the office, but I didn't need to kill it. it. Took a few minutes, didn't it? Yeah, I think every time you wafted the paper, it created a kind of draft, and the horsefly kind of rode mm. back on it a bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you. It's clearly an insect with very little cognitive ability. Possibly, mm. unless it wanted to stay. Well, an in animal this could take a hint and say, "Oh, I need to go this way, this right, direction." Because but, uh, someone keeps waving something. An in sect is kind of just buzzing about not really aware of anything didn't really care i think it liked the light or maybe the coolness of the of this radio studio hmm. maybe or just wanted to be with you so this is where we are bringing up my fight with a horse fly it, it was just it was just interesting really because a lot of people just kill it wouldn't they you oh know? yeah i, I, mean, I guess like, so you know it was on the floor and you could have just stamped on it couldn't yeah. you? and squashed it with your foot but you chose not to which is which is a good thing because i mean I, i've got an office full of cockroaches and people want to kill them oh, yeah. uh, and uh, in you know many years ago I probably would have done but now I just let them be oh really because okay. I think I don't know what a cock I mean if I, if I ever found out what, what use a cockroach was I'd be very happy because I'm sure they must they have a use don't but they but you don't know and they're part of the ecosystem aren't they they're, they're useful things they, they must have a, be have a function don't they we should probably find it out well I'm, I, I don't know I'm just saying mm. cockroaches have a you know a reason don't they surely i mean it's annoying when they because they seem to hide under bits of paper 
you know, if you have an office and oh, yeah. you have cockroaches in it, which not many people do probably, but I do. Um, uh, well, it backs onto the, like the river in the in the reserve, and so the cockroaches come in when it's probably cold. I think. Okay. Anyway, you pick well, you pick up a piece of paper, and there's a cockroach kind of falls off onto your lap or something. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of a bit unnerving. Anyway, we've talked about insects enough, really, haven't we? Mm. And, and not about 1988. But no. Uh, tell us, tell us more about 1988. What was going on? I don't have much to add, actually. This don't year. You nothing. So we talk about insects all night. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure we can, but uh, I could. I could talk about insects forever. I guess we could try. Mm. Or we could <laughs> move on to the next song. We could. Uh, yes, let's play. Uh, let's play some Sonic Youth. Uh, this is Eric's trip.
Sonic Youth and Eric's trip from now Daydream Nation. Um, <clears throat> obviously, the East Coast noise kind of scene there, mm-hmm. influential on the on the grunge scene eventually. Uh, before you talk about crack cocaine, because I know you're going to talk about crack cocaine, aren't you? Um, oh, you know you weren't. Was I? Yeah, I thought you were. You said crack cocaine to me. No, I was going to talk about the new drug crack. Oh, crack. Okay. Yeah, that has been found yeah. now in American cities. Yes. Before we talk about that, do you have a favourite insect? Favourite insect? Yeah. Butterflies. Oh, uh, nice, nice one, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, of all the insects, they're the most uh, beautiful-looking ones. Yeah, I just like ladybirds, you know, those little red things with black spots on And oh someone, yeah. someone said they're poisonous or something <laughs> to me once. I was just like, like mm, years, I think years there might years be some ago. poisonous la- la- ladybugs. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I like the way when they fly, they're kind of whole... It's almost like their body opens up because their wings are like the, the red and black spot things and they kind of... That's quite weird. Mm-hmm. But your butterflies, you're right, Jack, yes. Anyway, let's talk about crack. Uh, it's appeared on American cities, and that's all I have to add, really. Right, okay. So you 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 have talked to me before about the introduction of um, narcotics, heroin particularly, in the early 70s. Yes. Tell me about it. Um, wait, what? How did, how did heroin get into the American cities in the early 70s in the early 70s yes wait wasn't wasn't there some kind of like like government kind of blind eye turning to the introduction of narcotics into communities i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) don't you okay that's good (laughs) what what about crack um well it's a a derivative of cocaine yes yes and cocaine obviously uh well not obviously but um it was Mass produce. It's ma- being mass produced in Colombia, and uh, that was started by um, it. Uh, cocaine farmers uh, were funded by the CIA. Yes. Uh, just to fund, um, to, to gain funds to fund uh, anti-communist operations around the world during the Cold War. Yes. And um, that has had a uh, side effect of well, cocaine being shipped to America and it having a hugely detrimental effect to. Uh, American cities and is it, pos- is it possible that that the um, the the Mexican and Colombian cocaine industry has just been completely supported by the American some kind well, of yes, it American has. it has so so do you think it was kind of allowed to come into the country as um, a result of that yes where of else course. Is, where else are they going to do with it of course it was um Yes, no. and sell it. That that was what I was kind of implying. And then they need buyers, and yeah. I don't think the CIA has any morals and would just allow. And they're, they're not going to buy it themselves, are they? No, of course not. Right. I've 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 read I've read stories of kind of cocaine just being imported on kind of big American, you know, CIA transport planes and stuff. Hmm. Um, whether whether it's true or not, I haven't got no idea. But um, yeah, it's clear that it's clear that the American government are quite happy for some narcotics and addictive substances to come into the country aren't they unfortunately no american presidents have done anything to stop um these sort of operations by their intelligence agencies and maybe the intelligence agency or agencies are too powerful now right maybe they can't be stopped because um 
they have all these agents that can kill you in a second. Yes. So, and, and that's kind of reasonable. How can any ordinary uh, candidate for president stand up to a web of spies and yes. assassins? Yes, yes. Uh, I remember the, the, the um, w- when this word crack first appeared, uh, there, was, there was kind of real hysteria in, uh, in the USA uh, and the news reports in the USA about this kind of crack epidemic and all okay. this kind of stuff. And it was linked largely with, with African-American people. Um, you know, uh, and perhaps that was maybe fair, but um, there were all these kind of stories about crack babies, you know, that a woman who's, who had been using crack or was addicted to crack was giving birth to babies who were addicted to crack. And, you oh know, right. it, it, and when they look back on it, this wasn't true at all. I mean, you know, there was nothing like that kind of thing happening, but okay. it kind of demonised the African-American people you know, uh, who, who were living in certain circumstances, and it was kind and of interesting. Pe- some unfortunate people who got, did get addicted, addicted to crack, I would presume. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, ironically, it's, I fascinating, it's fascinating how the American media report the, kind of the drug problem, isn't it? And yeah, because I think a lot of white-collar um, or white guys who work in financial in- institutions in New York, um, their favourite drug of choice is cocaine. Yes, and of course they don't get arrested for using cocaine because well they're white collar workers. That's right. You know they're important people to society apparently. Yes. yes. Even though they're probably. Um, well, Ca- yeah. Anyway. Careful what you say. You're going to say like like criminals. Oh, I was going to just going to say like they short criminals a different way. <laughs> um, you know, short stocks and yeah. do all that sort of stuff on Wall Street and the in the stock markets because that's generally what you just said. How powerful the CIA are, Jack. So, you know, yeah, I did. And you're just bad mouthing people on on, mm-hmm. on the air Be oh careful. i'm i'm like you know number twenty eight thousand four six hundred and eighty four on their list i'm not a threat yet right. that's good mm. i'm glad about that uh, this is dinosaur junior seen enough to eye you but i've seen too much to try you it's always weirdness why you Digging much too much to fry you The weirdness flows between her Anyone can tell to see her Freaks seem just can't believe her Or can it just be cool and free her
sometimes I think I'll kill you Just don't let me fuck up, will you? Cause when I need a friend, it's still you Dinosaur Junior and Freak Scene and um, what a great song that is uh, so um, one of the things when, when we, we do these these things looking back in time and going back to 1954 or whatever how far back we went and all the way through the 60s and 70s and now the 80s it's, it's obviously apparent that history just keeps on repeating itself doesn't it uh, yes you know and that big countries invade little countries uh, it's natural for larger countries to wield oh. power and, and influence over smaller countries. That's just a natural result of um, power dynamics. Right. Um, somebody who is more famous or more has more money or yeah. has more resources will be able to control people who have less, um, usually, most of the time. Sometimes, though, um, you do have smaller countries and smaller people being able to uh, wisely navigate a situation to the point where they can get an advantage mm -hmm. but that's very rare and those stories are the exceptions that prove the rule right okay so so uh, we're sitting in 2022 and russia has just invaded a, a country ukraine mm -hmm. uh, but in 1998 1988 they were just withdrawing from a country weren't they yes they were they were withdrawing from afghanistan right uh, with, they with their tail between their legs maybe uh not exactly. They took a whole year to withdraw from Afghanistan. Right. Uh, they signed the Geneva Court of Accords in April of 1988. Uh, this was a, an agreement between four countries, Afghanistan, the USSR, uh, but also Pakistan and the United States. Right. Uh, they just decided to sign this agreement that the USSR would withdraw from all conflict in Afghanistan. And uh, they have been out of the country ever since. Yes. Unfortunately, uh, they will get invaded again only uh, 12 years later. Yes. By, by a different country. By, by the USA. Who to sign those accords. <laughs> yes, and who had actually um, funded and armed the, the Taliban to fight against the Russians to yes. drive them away, who then became the enemy. Mm. And then and it, it didn't, the USA, the Americans ended up fighting the Taliban. Yes. Uh, 12 years later. Yes. Um, and, and I think that... Who, who armed the Taliban? America. Right. Did they armed them with... And, uh, then, and then when the Americans invaded if Afghanistan, did the Russians help the Taliban a bit? Uh, no, I don't think they've they aided, aided the Taliban. Okay, right. No, I don't think so. Because it's really, really, really... Isn't it just weird, all this? Anyway, it's very ironic. But, you know, obviously no one, no one thinks that much about it, do they, really? Uh, people don't think enough about it, because... <laughs> well, well, they don't. I... 
and, and it just kind of makes America look extremely foolish when it comes to uh, yeah. policing the world, yeah. which they could do. Yes. Uh, for example, I don't think there's anything wrong with invading a country to stop a genocide, for, for example. Right. Uh, but um, when it comes to trying to overthrow a regime or trying to um, uh, uh, prop up a, rev- uh, a revolution, it's, it's much more complica- complicated because there might not be but a wholly innocent that, side. That revolution will result in a genocide. You don't know it yet until it happens. No. And ultimately, it's not your responsibility. It's the responsibility of the parties involved. But yeah. once you have the power to be able to stop it and intervene, maybe you can. Uh, for example, v- Rwanda would have been a textbook case. Yeah. Yes. And there was genocide happening in um, Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes. but I don't know if NATO involvement exactly helped that situation. So I don't very know. Tricky, isn't it? This is very complex, and it does when it comes to intervening in these situations the method that you use is very important yes I think you're quite right thank you Jack Um, this is my bloody valentine
Are you a friend of Fresh? Join today and help support your community access radio station. Details on freshfm.net.
That was Loop and a song called Collision. And before that, My Bloody Valentine. And you made me realise. Uh, I was just. You were just lying down there, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I mean, there's no bed in here. I just want to mm. say that to people. So you kind of get a couple, like a chair and just kind of lie across it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I was doing the same. I was looking up at, up at that thing on the wall there. That thing. Have you, how long have we been doing this thing on Fresh FM, do you know? A few years. Yeah. Have you ever listened to Fresh FM? Yes. Like on the radio? Yes. Actually tuned the radio in? Oh, online. Online? Not I've never tuned ever tuned the, ra- the radio. Never heard it on the radio, as it were. You know, like tuning in a radio thing. Um, I don't I w- have I such a device. No. I, don't, I, I think I do, but I've never tried it. Uh, I just, I've just wondered if you'd ever done it like that. I've listened online as well. Yeah, obviously. It'd be cool to do it. I'd, but, um, I'd like to try it. I must. I mean, I think I'm supposed to read those numbers out, aren't I? Really, like Nelson Tasman one hundred four. Broadcasting across the top of the south. One hundred four point eight Nelson yeah. Tasman one hundred seven one hundred seven point two Nelson CBD ninety five Eastern Golden Bay and eighty eight point nine Burnham. Thank you, Jack, and, and of course online freshfm.net. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that wasn't planned, by the way. <laughs> just because reading it off the thing says so mm. a one hundred four point eight is what I need to tune into, don't I? Yeah, I might try that. One hundred four. Oh yeah, it's better to say the numbers out individually rather than hundred. Yeah. Anyway, you said one hundred four point eight. Yeah, I did. That's okay. Well, it is one hundred four point eight megahertz or mm. something. Anyway, you're going to talk about nuclear things. Yeah. So um, disarmament. Nuclear disarmament. Uh, after Gorbachev uh, became in charge of, um, was promoted to become in charge to be the head of the uh, Soviet Union, um, it allowed for new developments in the Cold War that had never really been seen. And uh, Reagan and Gorbachev ended up signing a, a nuclear, an immediate range nuclear forces treaty. Say uh, that again. An immediate, an intermediate range nuclear forces treaty. Right, so, so intermediate missiles. Yeah. So, so not long, not the long-range ballistic ones that could go across continents. No, like they the decided just to go. eliminate all short-range and intermediate-range nuclear and conventional missiles. Uh-huh, that's good. Yeah, and you know you might say, but it's the long-range ones that are really, really dangerous, and that's I'd agree with that. But it's something. You know, isn't it? it's, it's, it's something. something. Yeah. Yeah. So th- how 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 did that go? Because we're currently in a situation right in 2022 where people are talking about Russia perhaps deploying well, some Putin kind of nuclear... Well, Putin did threaten to um, use the nuclear option if he yeah. had no choice. So that, so that treaty didn't really kind of happen then? Uh, well, yes, it did. And America started um, n- eliminating its nuclear stockpile. Right. But um, after the Soviet Union fell, uh, the treaty kind of... I, I don't know if Before it was... it didn't exist, did it? Technically, it didn't because no. the Soviet Union never... It had ceased to cease to exist, yes. but when it comes to eliminating uh, weapons of mass destruction, I, the Russians have claimed that they have eliminated all of their uh, chemical ne- weapons. I believe. Right. Uh, I don't know if that's true, but they've claimed to eliminate some nuclear stockpiles. Um, let's just hope so. Yeah, let's just hope so. Yeah. I guess. I, I'm not, I <laughs> but um, can't comment. Really. I can't imagine Putin would willingly do that. So. That's just me. Mm. Yeah, people have been really. I, I mean, people have been really shocked, haven't they, about Russia's invasion of Ukraine? I haven't. I know you. I know Jack. You're not shocked mm. because you you were kind of like, well, this is just expected, or 
I'm not surprised this happened. Not the reason why I was was expecting it was because I thought that this is the perfect opportunity for Putin to invade Ukraine. Right. Like right now. Right now. And this was would be when he would do it. Right. Mm. Okay. What, why this particular time? Uh, because one, he believes that the current U.S. president would not uh, back Ukraine yes. directly. Yes. Uh, and two. Um, Ukraine has been still trying to get into NATO. Yeah. And once they get into NATO, then they have a legal responsibility to yes. get NATO troops into Ukraine. Uh, so that themselves. means, yeah, to mm. defend themselves. And um, like Putin's goal, I think, is to prevent Ukraine that. getting into NATO. Yep. So he, in his mind, he has to stop it. And yeah. Uh, and and annex, yeah. annex more of Ukraine than just the Crimea, isn't it? I mean, yes. Just annex some more, well, some more land. If he annexes land, it's just a bonus. Um, the ultimate goal is to stop uh, Ukraine from joining yes. any European-aligned right. uh, yeah. defensive pact. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, so even though you weren't surprised, uh, everyone's just shocked that I, I don't know. I don't know why people are shocked, but they they seem to be, don't they? Like really, really, genuinely, really, really shocked. And the whole world. Oh, if people weren't like paying attention to anything, then uh, yeah. I can imagine that shock. Right. Yeah. If you weren't paying attention to politics and geopolitical yes. stuff, then yeah, yeah. It makes it's, sense it's why people get It doesn't shocked. feel this, this sort of thing should happen in 2022. Maybe why not? Why not now? Um, because people don't. Have I think I think people feel that they've moved on a bit from this kind of behaviour. That that maybe maybe. Do you think this is like a post Cold War sort of mentality that we've yep, yep. arrived at the end of history yes. and? These wars should not happen yes. anymore. Yes, that's, We've that's what we reached think. a new age of peace, and yes, you no, know, our now now our problems are like the these terrorist cells that we have to eliminate <coughs> on a yes. smaller scale, yeah. rather than na nations fighting themselves. each other. No, that's right. Yes, yeah, yes. Uh, I don't think that's true. No, I don't think it's true, but I think it's what people expect. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, that uh, you know, and, and maybe post pa post pandemic, even though we're still in the middle of a pandemic, we are in New Zealand anyway. Most mm. other countries might have seeing perhaps what they think is the end of it yes um, so after all that then suddenly someone just goes and you know invades a country mm. you know, oh yeah and that's another like reason why I think Putin has chosen this moment uh, because uh, uh, most countries are currently dealing yes. with yes. coronavirus that's right yeah true true and I think I think the whole kind of Black Lives Matter thing that the, the, the went on and um, there feels like I think people feel like there should be a bit more kind of love and tolerance of each other and a bit more kindness and then then this happens and, and it's just like Our interconnectedness really has made yeah. people more empathetic with each other yes. or being yes. able to realize that a lot of us have a lot of a lot in common yeah which is good but um and then it doesn't prevent uh, nations from being able to um, directly no. influence people's minds yes so true true. Yeah. Anyway, I was surprised at the reaction from, you know, the, like the whole the whole of the economic system of the world has just kind of said to Russia, right, we're not going to deal with you anymore. Mm. I mean, not not everybody, but I mean, large corporations that normally wouldn't do that because there's big money involved. Yeah, you know, like McDonald's, Coca-Cola, those kind of people, they normally wouldn't do that sort of stuff. But mm. the pressure on them to do it is so big, they thought, well, we've just got to do it. Um, which, which no, is, I don't which think the pressure on them was there at all. Of course, it was. Well, where from? No one's going to buy McDonald's. They're going to cancel McDonald's because they are still in Russia. Yes, you're saying that. Yes, right. Okay. Why else? Why else would they stop dealing with Russia? Well, why, why would people have the standard for China? It's a whole different story, isn't it? Why? Russia, Russia, Russia has shocked shocked 
the people of the world by invading Ukraine. Yes, and China right now is committing ethnic cleansing yes, against the Uyghurs. I, I know that. Yeah. So and people know that, but but they're not going to stop eating McDonald's when McDonald's is still a um, well beloved uh, fast food in China. I, why else would apparently the quality is much better in China? Why else would McDonald's withdraw from Russia then, if they weren't scared of losing custom? Uh, don't think. Well, yeah, that's what. what you what think McDonald's have a moral kind of standard or something? No, no, of course not. Yeah, it's the purely economic, isn't it? Yeah. Same with Coca-Cola. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I, I have a feeling that they are doing this. The the exec- executives at the top are doing it because they have a. What I think it's the right thing to do. Seriously, I, I, I have no idea. Actually, honestly, it's just a business, Jack. They're, yeah. worried, they're worried about losing custom. Why wouldn't they lose the, the, customers the, the, when the the the, the, the custom mm. the custom they lose from Russia is nothing compared to the custom they will lose around the world when people do say, "I'm not buying McDonald's anymore because of the Russia's invasion." Yes. Okay. I think so. And China's ethnic cleansing is not. You know my you know my thoughts on that. Uh, I'm not, not going to say it on the air. So anyway. N- yeah, this is this annoys me. Anyway. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah. Let's play some music. Uh, this is the House of Love. Destroy the heart, Jesus But I need a more than I need 
was McCarthy uh, and a track called We Are All Bourgeois Now, which um, is a very good title. Uh, tongue in the cheek, I think. And before that, uh, The House of Love Destroy the Heart. So this has been Totally Wired on Fresh FM in 1988. So next week will be in 1989. Uh, so give us a listen. And in, in three weeks' time, will it be? One, two, three. Uh, yeah, be sure to listen because Jack's going to be choosing the music and I'm going to be sleeping on the chairs on the other side mm-hmm. kind of just 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 talking rubbish uh yeah or and it won't be as I, I, i'm worried really jack that it you have kind of some quite astute political insight and lots of like interesting kind of ge- geographical and historical kind of comments and i won't have any of that mm-hmm. i'll probably just be telling stories about you know like i don't know back in the 90s when like i a, was a dog a dog got stuck in a tree or something or yeah stories like that mm-hmm. and there were nothing incitive and you know that kind of thing anyway we'll wait and see how it goes yeah. i'm sure it'll be fine won't it have, yeah. you, ch- have you started choosing music yet uh, I, I actually have yes you said you've been doing a bit of research mm-hmm. yeah yeah good i can't wait it'd be really good yeah but it'd be weird sitting on the other side of the table mm-hmm. yeah anyway yeah. that'll be fine okay and, and the music will be better probably uh yes i <laughs> hope so <laughs> probably will have to put up with all the stuff I've been playing. I mean, you say that you don't like the night, the eighties, anyway. Um, I, I, well, I didn't like the eighties. Yes, I didn't like the pop music of the eighties. Right. Yeah, th- there was some good music in the eighties, but the pop music of the eighties wasn't very good. Hmm. Okay. But the pop music of the seventies and the sixties and the fifties was quite good at times, uh, and then it kind of went downhill in the eighties and nineties, and forever, forever more, really. Keep, keeps on going down. Well, it's, uh, it, it's it's become a, a homogenized kind of um, music by numbers, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and I, d- I don't really think much of that. I mean, it's probably great for some people. So if you like it, that's great. But you know, music's about taste, isn't it? I just because I say something's good, it doesn't mean it's good. Mm. You know, if you like it, it's good, isn't it? I mean, that's all it is. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's finish with some uh, acid house, <laughs> uh, and this is humanoid and stacky humanoid. Good night. Good night.
The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.com.